Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, We ate and drank in your company, and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. Here endeth the reading of the gospel. Enter before the gate is locked. This is what Jesus is saying, that we must enter before the gate is locked. How do we enter before the gate is locked? You must have the right things. You must be doing the right things. Let's take it on this first plane. When you go to a concert or you go to a grand show, it's a box office film or something of the sort, what happens? You are given a certain time to enter and then when the production starts, the doors are closed. You are not permitted to come in afterwards. As long as that production starts, you have to wait till the next intermission to be able to come in. So if you do not get there on time, the doors are closed. Imagine what it would be like if for many of us who had to drive some distance to go to church because we know that many churches you some people have to drive half an hour sometimes even up to an hour to go to the church they're going to and imagine when you got there the doors were closed you would be complaining 
you would be criticizing, you would be speaking negative, why is the door closed? What Jesus is saying here, that if you want to enter into the kingdom, it is time to make sure that you have prepared yourself and you have strived to enter through the narrow gate. You have gotten in. You have gotten your ticket. You can't just get the ticket. You have to have the ticket and you must do something. You must have action. You must decide that you are making an effort to get in and get to your seat in time. How many of you have gone to a function? Many of you will go when the various churches get together and everyone has come together and the service starts and you find someone walking through the aisles and coming down and especially if the aisles are not carpeted you will hear the click and click and click and click and click as they're going down and sometimes the seat that they're going into is one that is in the middle or even closer to the front and what happens there's a disruption imagine when you go and the doors were closed Imagine the doors being closed and you have driven an hour or you may have flown in from out of town to come and you have not gotten there in time and you have to stay on the outside. What would you be saying? Let us in. We have driven from so far. We have come from so far. It's only been 15 minutes. It's only been half an hour. And we know that the service is going to be probably three hours. Let us in. Jesus is saying will hear the answer I do not know where you are from you will be saying we are connected to the church we are so-and-so from this community yes our congregation is in from Africa our congregation is in from the Caribbean our congregation is in from California But the doors have been closed. Do not know you. See, he is telling us to enter before the gate is locked. This is the time of preparation. This is the time that we must commit ourselves. This is the time that we must do the things that we need to do. Not looking at other people. 
sometimes we think that we have to wait for the saints, the other saints, so that we can all go together. I learned a lesson. A bishop taught me a lesson many years ago where I waited for a saint to give them a ride to a function that we were going to. And we got there after the function had started. And we were not permitted to enter until they had broken for the lunch period. You see, it is all about you, not you and anyone else. When you are operating in the divine space, when you are operating in your divine calling, when you are operating, it is you accessing. Father God is not going to ask you what your wife did. He's not going to ask you what your children did. He's not going to ask what your husband did. No, you can't say, well, my husband did so-and-so, or my wife did so-and-so, or my children, did, I was doing for my children. No, 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 no. It is only about you. What have you done? Have you understood what the word was all about? Were you taking notes? Were you changing your life for the better? He's not going to ask you about anyone. You are the one who must strive to enter through the narrow gate. You are the one who must strive to do what is right. You are the one who must strive to operate in truth and honesty. You are the one who must make that connection to the divine. You must be like that tendril, wrapped on and not letting go. Doesn't matter what anyone else does. Many, he says, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. Are you strong enough? Do you have the courage? Do you have the conviction? Do you have the faith? And are you applying the works? Because many of us talk a good talk, but we don't do the work that is needed to bring forth the manifestation. Are you living in the fourth dimension? When you're operating in the fourth dimension, can I tell you, you don't have to worry because when the gate gets locked, you will be on the other side. You will be on the other side. When the gate is locked, you will not be one on the outside saying, open the door for me, open the door for me. You will not be one that he would say, I do not know you or where you're from. You will not be ones that will be called an evildoer. Why? See, 
You take this in the literal sense. But if you are not doing the things of God, guess what? You're being held up doing something else. If you are walking the street and you know your destination and you stop on the street and you have a conversation with someone else or you stop in the street to do something instead of being focused and going on to your direction and your guidance that is a delay See, when Jesus sent the disciples out two by two, he told them, don't take no money belt. Don't stop to greet anyone in the street. You go straight. How many times have your parents, as a young child, your parents sent you to this store, the corner store? I mean, today, you wouldn't have those kids doing that. But we who are here, that is over a certain age would be familiar with that when your parents would say you and they would say go straight do not stop do not play on the street just go there and return don't get distracted because if you skew and get distracted guess what you might forget what it is that you were sent to get you might find yourself playing with one of your friends and guess what? The money that you had, it might get lost. And then what would happen? You would be crying. You would be anxious. And you would be hesitant even knowing that you have to return home. And you would be thinking about all that you have to go through. The ridicule, the discipline. When we look at Hebrews 12, the second reading today, talk about the discipline Yes, you will either exhort your children and you will discipline them when they need to. Because when that happens, they know what is right and what is wrong. I'm not talking about abusing children. That's not what I'm talking about. Letting them know when they have done something good and letting them know when they have not done something that is not good. One of the great things that I have noticed with our children with Pastor Blurda, whenever she point out that there was a challenge, she would have a discussion now, Jason, what do you think is the appropriate punishment? And can I tell you that when they give 
the appropriate punishment. When they say what the punishment will be, there is no challenge. You do not have to look after them to see if they are not going to keep it, if they're not going to do it, if they're going to try to get out of it. They will go through that punishment that they have identified that is appropriate and sometimes it is even greater than what we as parents would even give to the children. That interaction with your children, that interaction that you have with your God is what will give you the discipline to enter before the gate is locked. Because when you get on the other side of the gate, you can rejoice. You can see God's goodness. How many times this week have you found yourself on the other side and you saw God's goodness? We're not talking about the beyond. We're not talking about after death. I'm talking about right now in this existence. Which side of the gate are you on? Are you on the side where there is challenges, continuous challenges? Or are you finding yourself in a situation and you're seeing the beauty and the grace of God? That's when you know that you're on the side that is the right side and not outside the gate when it's locked.